Hello. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. hey. <laughs> How's it going? You know, it's going. It's really hot today. It's it is 100 degrees. so freaking hot. It's really bad. I kind of love it, and I kind of hate it. I don't <laughs> but think I, I like kinda it. I kind of love it. Really? No, I have so many sweaters that I haven't been able to wear yet because of this <laughs> quarantine. And it's just so... And now it's summer. I know. So I guess those sweaters are going to have to wait till next year. <laughs> <laughs> if there is a next year. If there is a next year. Anyway. Like, who knows what can happen? I know. The world may end. I hope Some not. of you may die. Wow, this is <laughs> this is quite the intro. <laughs> it is, you know. I think today's a very special day. Oh, good. Yeah. Anywho, so tell me, what's going on? How are you? I'm doing really well. Like I said, it's really hot in my apartment, so I've been, like, dreading to put on the AC because then I'll have to pay for it and I'm not making any money. But you know what? It's quality of life, baby. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I'm just, I'm doing okay. What, how are you? You work today? No, technically Friday is my day off, which is really oh. nice. Yeah. So Monday through Thursday, I'm sitting at the kitchen table and I'm doing my work on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, today is kind of my day off. So I, um, really relished in it today. I slept in. I um, went to Coffee Bean. I got myself a coffee, an iced latte. I um, went to Staples. I got some. I got some ink for the printer. Staples so is I, still open. Yeah, they are. Oh mm-hmm. wow! Yeah, and just kind of been trying to be productive. I'm doing laundry, so just you know, trying to have a productive day. Um, but it is really freaking hot. Been sweating all day, but I love it because. I like the hotness. Well, good for you. Thanks. Glad you know, had a good day. Yes, I did have a good day. You know, with this quarantine, some days are good, some days are crazy, some days are not good. But you know, you just gotta <laughs> like keep on moving. I know. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Should we start this thing? Let's start it. Okay. So this week. It was my week, and we mm-hmm. did Bombshell, the yes. Hedy Lamar story, and it's mm-hmm. free. It is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to give a little bit of a background to Hedy Lamar and to uh, the documentary itself. So the movie is basically about um, this beautiful actress named Hedy Lamar. She was originally from. I think Vienna, Austria, and she mm-hmm. was like super posh and she grew up sort of wealthy and she was really well known in like the 30s, 40s, 50s for being very glamorous and having the most beautiful face. I actually thought it was interesting. She inspired Catwoman because she was mm-hmm. so sexy and she was essentially the prototype, I guess, for Snow White. Yeah. So, I thought that was crazy. So she was stunning and gorgeous and sexy. And once she was a really big hit, everybody started copying her style, but she was much more than her looks. So this journalist had a bunch of tapes, I guess, from when he interviewed her, like right before she died, where she talks about how everyone like had her all wrong. 
And she didn't want to be remembered for her beauty. She wanted to be remembered for her brain. So documentary um, kind of like details her life with like all of her accolades, as well as her um, downfalls. And I thought it was so interesting how bold she was. Like the whole time I was watching it, she was just so bold. First of all, she escaped the Nazis in the war. She was Jewish and Mm -hmm. got out of Austria, which is just wild in general. And then she wanted to be an actress. So she just went to a film studio and then like became an actress. (laughs) And then Mm -hmm. she wanted to be an inventor. So she just put herself around other inventors and great minds. It's like everything that she wanted to do, she just did. And I thought that was so Mm -hmm. wild. Love that. So anyway, that was like a little bit of a background. And I loved the movie. I thought she was beautiful. And I I didn't know. I mean, I kind of knew like just from hearing about her and like doing some research like years and years ago that she was like always very posh and very put together but I never knew that she was like this crazy inventor yeah yeah what did you think about it oh I loved it I loved it so freaking much because I just love like Hollywood glamour and like yes like getting all dressed up and like just looking and feeling beautiful and she really did have that presence and that energy about her that was just like stunning and like everyone in the room would turn and look at her she was so captivating and she knew it was her beauty she knew that everyone was looking at her because she was beautiful and so she learned that like that's what was valuable and that what was that's what people wanted from her and so she really fed into that and you know really became this Hollywood starlet and became very popular and always got, you know, all the things that she wanted and needed because she was so beautiful. People gave her everything, but she knew that like inside that, that she had a, you know, a deeper self, a smarter self than people saw. And everybody always just pigeonholed her as, Oh, she's just pretty. And she was in that era where women weren't respected. Women weren't treated equally Mm -hmm. as men. So she was just seen as a beautiful woman. She wasn't seen as anything more. And I think that's like what her whole life struggle was about. Just wanting to be seen for, for more than just her beauty. Cause she had no control over her. Right. And she was like used throughout her whole life like she was just used by MGM like when they were talking about Mm -hmm. how they just wanted her to to focus on being sexy and uh, like when she wanted to help out with the war they were like okay you want to help out uh don't play or like tinker around with your little inventions like go off and sign people's uh sign what are they called like headshots yeah go sign she sell sell do that and then MGM would like fill her up with drugs which was something that they did a lot like to other actresses like they did that with Judy Garland too they did that with Mm -hmm. a ton of actresses they just pumped them full of drugs to keep them like one what did they say his name was Dr. Feelgood and he told her that they were vitamins and then she got addicted to essentially meth you know it Mm -hmm. was just so sad but I I did want to say like I want to just like list all the crazy things that she helped uh, create So she worked Mm -hmm. with Howard Hughes and helped him build airplanes. That's insane. Mm -hmm. She made tablets like that would fizz and turn into soda. Insane. Mm -hmm. She 
essentially, uh, well, at the very end, you figure out she, her invention, like between like communication between like uh, radio communication between like torpedoes and stuff. She, frequency, frequency yeah. That invention is literally the basis for secure Wi-Fi, Bluetooth cell phones, GPS, and military technology. So mm-hmm. she is a freaking genius. She's like on Tesla level. Yes, she was on Tesla level. And and I thought it was also funny when, um, I think like towards the middle of the documentary, they were talking about how she was even a pioneer in plastic surgery. <laughs> Because yeah. she realized that, like, all anyone ever wanted from her was her beauty anyway. So she sort of just, like, let all that other stuff go because um, her patent mm-hmm. had run out from that technology that she had created. And so she was like, whatever. So she she would go to, like, these plastic surgeons who hadn't really done these, like, you know, facelifts or whatever. And she would say, just cut mm-hmm. a line right here so that I don't see this take skin from this part of my knee and then sew it up here so that you can't tell. And like, those are some of the technologies that are used today. Yeah. Wild. That's crazy. Yeah. She was on another level. And even like at one part in the movie, she says, maybe I came from another planet. Who knows? Like she was on another level, just like Nikola Tesla. Like they are just tapped into some other like, energy or like knowledge wisdom information aliens I have no (laughs) idea but they're tapped into something where they have a different way of thinking about things than the mass you know majority of humanity yeah and it's sad because people either think that they're crazy or they think that like oh like even the girl in the one of the girls in the movie said you don't get to be Hedy Lamarr and be smart it was just so mm-hmm. sad because she really was like the only word that I can keep saying like that perfectly describes her is like is bold. You know, she's mm-hmm. so bold. Even when she met that uh, guy, she met that musician, George Antle. Or who- mm-hmm. He's the one that helped her create the frequency yes. hopping, right? She just wanted to, I think they said that he was like her real true love. Um, Mm -hmm. but she just wanted to date him at first. And so she wrote her number on his windshield in lipstick. I was like, what a baller move. I know. so baller. Yeah. She was from another planet. She really was. (laughs) And it was like, she just, she, I, I don't know how, I have to try and figure out how to say this. Like, I think maybe people didn't take her seriously because, Yes, obviously she was so beautiful, but like she also came from a time when you should be married and you should have children and she was married Mm -hmm. like six times, you know? And so I think maybe that's another reason why people didn't really take her seriously or like they sort of wanted her to go away because she was in that really risque film where she was like the Mm -hmm. first person, literally the first actor to um, simulate an orgasm in a film and Hitler Mm -hmm. banned it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was insane. And actually, speaking of marriage, how she escaped her first marriage. It was like out of a bond. Oh, movie. yeah. You know, that was insane. She was having a party, I guess, with her husband who was crazy and like helps her. I think her husband helped supply the Nazis, even though he was Jewish, mm-hmm. which was weird. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she was having a dinner party. She hired all of the help and hired a maid who looked like her. So she put sleeping. I think they said it was like a sleeping powder into the maid's mm-hmm. tea, took the maid outfit, 
hopped on a bike and then just went to England. <laughs> like the bitch is nuts. Yeah, and amazing. Like like you said, just bold. So bold. Like she was so bold. And then when she wanted to go uh, work in Hollywood, right? And she met, um, I can't remember what his name is, but he was like one of the famous MGM. filmmakers in America. Yeah, was it, it was MGM? Like Meyer yeah. Goldwyn something with an M. MGM. Yeah. And he um, he was trying to pay her like, I don't remember what it was, like $100 a week yeah. or something like that. I can't remember. And it was something kind of like low. And he was also offering that to all the other girls. And she was like, no, I won't accept that because she wanted more money. She wanted to be like, she wanted to be the star and he was just trying to like keep her down. And so she bought a ticket onto the ship that was sailing, you know, from Europe to America back where he was going to, she got the same ship, knowing he would be on there and knowing that she rejected his offer because she wanted more and he wasn't like giving it to her. And she shows up in the first class dinner area in like her jewels and her dress because she had come from a wealthy marriage previously. So she's like all dressed up and she's got her rings and her dress and everything. She's just looking gorgeous. And she walks into the dining area and everyone is just staring at her. And then that's when he realized like, oh my gosh, I must have her as an actress for me. And then he paid her exactly what he she paid wanted. Her $500 and like alert- $100 a week. Yeah, yeah. And then he alerted the press and everything so that that way by the time they arrived to New York, she was already a yeah. celebrity. Which is wild. I was like, wow. Because that that stuff works now too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just goes to show, I don't know, like I mean, she absolutely was incredibly beautiful, but she also knew that she was incredibly beautiful and she used that, you know, as like a tool in her toolkit. Yeah. Of, like, how to get what she wanted, how to get where she wanted, and she just really played it up. And it always seemed to work out for her, which is really and amazing. I also think that she had that thing that, like, a lot of other brilliant minds have. And maybe she had this because she knew she was smart, or maybe she had this because she knew she was beautiful, or maybe both. I don't know. She just had this, like, complete confidence in herself, but also confidence that, that everything would just work out. Like she just knew mm-hmm. that when she put on that dress and did the jewels and went on that boat, that she was going to get what she wanted. It was like this total unabashed confidence that she just had in yeah. herself that I don't think even like women that in that era had, you know, I know, which is incredible. Yeah. It's inspiring. It really is. And she was just such a, such a smart boss woman. ass. She bitch. really was a boss ass bitch. <laughs> She was beautiful <laughs> and so so freaking and, and she was a good actress. Yeah, considering like she came from a country she didn't even know English and like had to learn English and all of that, and comes to LA and becomes like a me- a mega star. And it was almost like she knew the roles that she she had to play and had to pick. Like, uh, like obviously she knew that she was beautiful or whatever. But like even when it said that she would call. Um, because she did that film and then in she did that film in Austria and then she came to America and not a lot of people wanted to work with her because she had like kind of a reputation, you know, like a slutty reputation, I guess you'd say. Um, mm-hmm. So she called that one girl who was like a gossip colonist and just like fake cried and was like, they made me do it. They made me do it. And yeah. she knew that she had to do that. And then 
she then it was fine and then she started working with, right. with like all these other people and it was crazy and then she started to produce her own films yeah exactly which was completely unheard totally. of like women were not anywhere near producing their own or even films. Like, like that even having a say in the type of movies they wanted to be in you didn't even get that you know there were mm-hmm. only like a few other actors or actresses who were female that got to do that or that like wrote their own parts or like I think Lucille Ball had a lot of creative uh you know because right. she was so funny at the time and now like she became famous but she was still under mm-hmm. that MGM uh slavery at first you know so she really mm-hmm. was a pioneer in like every single aspect of her life I know it's like how do you do that how do you just you just challenge everything basically that's what she had to do she had to challenge every single thing challenging the status quo of every single thing she did basically yeah. I thought it was, it was no, like I was just like every single thing she wanted to do I'm sure they were like no you can't do that no yeah. you can't do that no 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 every single thing and she would just be like oh watch yeah, me literally <laughs> I did think it was really yeah. sad, though, like when because um, a lot of her family members, like her, her son and her daughter and her granddaughters there, they were in the film too, like talking about her. And it was really sad how like at the end, because she was getting no recognition for her smarts, mm-hmm. she was like, well, I guess I'm just going to lead with what I with what I have, which is my beauty. So then she started doing all those plastic surgeries and really did become Mm -hmm. insane looking like it just did not look well for her. So she was such a recluse and her granddaughter said she only met her like two times. And instead of like trying to get to know her, she would just give her like signed copies of her headshot like 40 years ago because she thought Mm -hmm. that even, even her grandkids, that's all they wanted from her. I thought that was so sad. That was really sad. I know. And it's horrible. The fact that she created this amazing technology and gave it to the government at a time that they could have used it the most. And they brushed her off and said no. And then they kept that patent and then ended up using it and used it for like a long time before the patent had expired. Mm -hmm. They never told her and they never paid her for her technology. That is like so incredibly sad. And they lied to her. They were like, nope, it was already expired. We owe you nothing. And they, and she created like something that we're still using today. Something that we're going to be using forever. Yeah. And it's just, it's so sad that she had to like be treated that way. And then, yeah, she thought that all she had left was her beauty. So she tried to fix it with plastic surgery and ended up making herself look worse, but at the same time helping plastic surgeons (laughs) evolve their technology you know she was kind of a guinea pig in that way but in the end yeah she just really was that recluse and you know was kind of embarrassed of the way she looked because she kind of had gone she tried to fix it right every single surgery was trying to fix yeah, that's something what else said. and then it gets worse and worse and worse and um yeah I mean sad to see the way that her life kind of ended but at the same time, her impact and this movie really showed like how incredibly powerful. And she I was. did think it was really nice that the guy who eventually got credit for creating that um, there was like some machine that 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 guy created for the uh, for the ships. So it was like he created mm-hmm. that machine, but they 
the yeah, torpedo, the, torpedo thing, the remote the torpedo, sub train. I don't know what the word is, but he created that one thing, and that. But it was her technology that helped them use that. It was the technology that she created mm-hmm. that that used through the machine that that guy created. Whatever he then gave her like credit on some website and was like, "This is you know, I was only able to." create this machine because of this technology that she created so I did think it was nice that she eventually got credit for that but it was still like it just didn't seem like enough right yeah and they did acknowledge her like the scientists all acknowledged her too at that one ceremony but she didn't want to go because she was too embarrassed of her face and so her son went and accepted the award for her but they and literally she like called him on his cell phone while it's happening and it just that again that's her technology right there in the cell phone you know and uh they were honoring her for her invention which was I really wonder cool if she even knew like because i think she died in 2000 i wonder if she even knew like how big that technology like ended up being like how, how big it was like how we still use it today because did they even have wi-fi like in the 90s I don't know when wi-fi was I don't know if it was wi-fi but there was definitely like cellular um like transmission and there was GPS, you know because everyone had like map quests and stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> but like yeah. I don't even know if she got to see how prolific her her mind was you know I don't even mm-hmm. know if she got to see that yeah. And it's funny when she was when they were first kind of explaining it and she was talking about it and she said she said to me it seemed so obvious like hello you're just going to be you know that you can be hopping on different frequencies every every frequency is a different channel like it's so obvious that you would hop frequencies and match it with another one in order to make it harder for anybody else to to get into it like it makes perfect sense and like why didn't anybody else ever right. think of that? which is really true but that's very smart you know like nobody was thinking yeah it was sad because she was like when she was talking to the um the journalist who had all those tapes of her she was saying you know i'm i'm a really i'm I'm really good at inventing but i'm a really bad businesswoman because he was like you know you can like have you tried to get money for that like you could see them Mm -hmm. no i don't even i don't know how to do that you know like it was just Ugh, just made me mm-hmm. so sad for her to be such a brilliant mind and only known for your face. God, that's just so sad. There was a really mm-hmm. good quote in there where some girl, she was like um, a film anthologist and she was, she said something like her, Hedy Lamar's option to become a scientist was derailed by her beauty. Like, uh, cause everyone mm-hmm. thinks like, Oh, I want to be beautiful. I want to be a model, especially now with like Instagram and all that. Like everyone's like, Oh, mm-hmm. I want to be beautiful. I want to be beautiful. And here she is like the most beautiful woman ever. And she still can't even, <laughs> it's still a curse, you know? Right. She's like, I want to be a scientist. I want to be a scientist. <laughs> no. And they're like, no, you can't be a scientist. Like had, You're too pretty to be a she scientist. She thing that everybody wanted and she didn't even care. She didn't even want it. Oh. Right. And she tried to use it, you know, in her, to her advantage to you know help people and help and you know do what she wanted to do which was invent um which it was able to you know afford her to do that but yeah just i mean everything happened i believe everything happens you know for a reason so 
all of this helped helped her to create what she created you know she wouldn't have created it in that moment in that time if all of that other stuff hadn't happened yeah, and regardless like we still have the technology so like thank god for her you know i know i know amazing and there's not a lot of women out there that have created these types of things you know which is really really strange because you know well there there are they just don't get credit for them like that one movie with Taraji P. Henson and I forget who else was in it where they is it about yeah. the astronauts and how they like what did she you know what? I, I didn't literally see it. forgot <laughs> <laughs> but I know that she, those three women created something and then the men were trying to take credit for it so it's like I'm sure oh there are so many things that women actually do create more yeah, yeah. especially like moms moms always create things and like get patents for things because they're trying like they're like oh well we can create like this like who was it that created well I'll say this you know my my mom swears that she invented the shade on the car seat she swears she invented that she got a (laughs) patent for it and then the, the her idea they took it to like I don't know like Macy's or something some chain mm-hmm. and then they stole her idea she really she swears because I was talking to her about this about this movie and she's like you know I invented something mm-hmm. and I was like okay what did you invent and she told me that and then I called my dad because they're divorced and, and mm-hmm. he would not lie because he doesn't like my mom so I called my dad I was like hey mm-hmm. is she lying about this he goes no we took that patent or we they didn't get a patent yet it was like a pending mm-hmm. and they took it to some box chain and then they stole it so my mom swears she invented the car seat shade. Another wow, woman that's amazing. Not getting credit for their for their car. exactly. <laughs> wow, I know. That's cool. Yeah. Own it, girl. You invented, she invented that, that shade. shade. Anyway, I loved it. <laughs> I thought it was such a great I documentary, it. and I want to end. Um, I want to end on this quote that she said. I just think it's beautiful. Okay. Um, so this was when she was speaking to the journalist and they were done talking. Um, they, he was basically done interviewing her. She said this. She said, mm-hmm. I want to leave you with something pretty. People are unreasonable, illogical, and self-centered. Love them anyway. If you do good, people will accuse you of selfish alternative motives. Do good anyway. The biggest people with the biggest ideas can be shot down by the smallest people with the smallest minds. Think big anyway. What you spend years building may be destroyed overnight. Build anyway. Give the world the best you have and you'll be kicked into the teeth. Give the world the best you've got anyway. She is a boss. Absolutely. I love that too, that quote. Can you send it to me? <laughs> We'll put it on our Twitter. Yes, we'll put it on our Twitter because I all I wrote down was think big anyway. Build anyway. Give the world the best you've got anyway. But I want the whole thing. Oh, the whole thing is so great (laughs) because she's basically talking about herself. Exactly. And like every moment that she got and she still did stuff. She still invented. She still built. She still did good. God, she's a genius and a 
She's and a such beautiful a woman, and I love her so much. Mm-hmm. So I would say yeah. the documentary for me was a 10 out of 10. I recommend it. Bombshell, the Hedy Lamar story. It's on Netflix. Everybody go watch it. It's genius. It's so good. I was even just like with my mom and I was like, do you know who Hedy Lamar is? And my mom was like, yes. Did you watch the documentary? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. She loves documentaries. Oh my gosh. She does. She loves like all movies. But yeah, she loved it. She was like, oh my gosh, it was so good. So good. So, you know, my mom loved it. We loved it. I think anybody who appreciates women, technology, Hollywood, like all of that stuff, they're going to love Let's it. Let's do a new thing. Inspirational. Let's do a new thing where we do, where we say one thing that we learned from this documentary. Because we always talk about how much we learn from documentaries. That's why we love them so much. So I'm going to tell you one thing that mm-hmm. I learned from this. Okay. To be bold. And you could get a thousand no's and no respect, but if you know that you're worth it and that you have the smarts or whatever it is that you're trying to do, if you know that you can apply yourself and you can do it, be bold and freaking do it anyway. That's what I learned. Love it. What did you learn? I think my main takeaway was that you can be both beautiful and brilliant and you don't have to pick and choose yes you know that's a great takeaway also I think it is because and you know what everyone's beautiful in their own way so you just have to own it's about owning your beauty and owning your brilliance like owning both those parts of you because once you can do that anything you do will be amplified everybody's attracted to beauty Every single person is beautiful in their own way. You just have to acknowledge it and believe it and know you're beautiful. And people are drawn to that. And that will help you manifest and create anything that you want in this life. And then it will help you to have confidence in yourself so that you can create all of your brilliant ideas that you have and bring them yes, to the world. Yes, preach it. Amen. Praise tell you, honey. Okay, so that was, <laughs> so, that was yeah. this week. So what are we having next week? Did you decide on something? Um, I watched that documentary that you sent me, which was called Into the Shadows, I think. Out of the Shadows. Oh my gosh, how great was that? So, do you think we should have an episode and talk about it? I think we should definitely do that, because I really had a strong reaction. I, yeah, I have a reaction. (laughs) So, I don't know if it's strong. I don't know. I'm still kind of confused, because it's, it was a lot. But I think we should talk about it. So let's do that one as our next uh, documentary. Okay, so that one is called Out uh, of the Shadows, and it's on YouTube, mm-hmm. and it's for, it's free. It's free, as for right now. I don't know. I was reading the comments, and they were like, this video has been deleted six times by YouTube. We're just going to keep re- – we're going to pe- keep reposting it every time it they has, delete it. because I so, tried to find it again, and I couldn't. So I had to go back mm-hmm. to the link that my friend sent me. Because, like, when I tried to type it in, like, nothing would come up. Yeah, it was, it was they... very, very odd. So we'll save, we'll save all that for next time. Because it really is, it's super interesting. Okay, well, if anybody can find it on YouTube, what it's is it called? Out of in? the Shadows. Out of the Shadows, okay. Yes, so that's going to be our next one. Looking forward to it because it's a, it's a big one. It's a doozy. It's about conspiracies. And it's a lot. So, so they cover a lot. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. Well, Jenna, stay safe. And our all of our listeners and our fans, stay safe. Don't get COVID. Stay follow sane. Follow us on Instagram. Stay follow home. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on Snapchat. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Talkumentary Pod. Pod. Follow us on LinkedIn. Am I forgetting one? We love, we you. love you. Be beautiful. Be brilliant. Be you. <laughs> that was genius. Okay. I love Cheers. you, Jenna. Love you. Have a great day.